It's Pixie Dust Thursday. That means Uncle Big Nick is on. It's time to make our college football picks, NFL picks for week two. It's coming up. Will the Saints beat Tampa Bay? Will LSU beat Mississippi State? They're all in there. It's coming up next on Datitude. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Well, you at New Orleans. Hello to all my friends around the area, around the state, around the country. Who are just waiting for some more picks. So they can win some money. We won a whole whopping 12 bucks last week. Hey, winning 12 bucks beats losing 12 bucks or 1200 bucks. Certainly beats that. Oh, it is Pixie Dust Thursday. And I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer. At the Todd Spickey and the Advocate and bet.nola.com. And this is Datitude, episode number 90 for a Thursday, September the 15th, 2022. Did you go with this last week? It was a weird week. Week one is always super weird. You know, it, it really kind of gets my goat. It's starting off kind of the same way that it did last year for me. I'm doing great in the cash in with Carville picks. Six and two, I'm leading again. I won the contest last year. This year, I go in. My big bucks picks kind of stink. My pixie dust picks are just kind of average. My NFL picks column, I go eight and eight against the spread. I lose knockout picks because of freaking San Francisco playing in a monsoon. And, I mean, really, who saw, who saw Denver losing to Seattle? Well, I mean, I had Seattle in the money line. I only kind of protect my pick. I thought it would be tight. That's why, you know, you don't pick picks that are, you think are going to be tight. Like, Denver, it's going to be a tight game. I'm going to take Seattle against the spread, but oh, I'll take Denver in a knockout. Sometimes I just don't. I want to punch myself in the head. Wake up, dummy. We're going to change all that this week. Week one is so weird, and here's why. And Uncle Big Nick coming on in a minute. This is why week two is always my favorite week to pick in the NFL. The reason being is because the overreaction between not only Drunk Joe's and Aunt Mabel's, but the betters themselves and the lines makers. Some of these lines are ridiculous. I'm going to get to them in a minute. I don't want to give a spoiler alert, but I picked out there are there are two lines in particular in my top five bets, my best bets here that I think are absurd. Absolutely obscene and absurd. And you know what? You know what the funny part is? That if you look at the number of tickets and cash on these plays, they're going with the public. It just doesn't make any sense. Overreaction Monday. It just You cannot overreact to what you saw in week one, period. You know, start with the Saints. Are the Saints one point better than the Falcons? Which is, and they had to... Pull one out of their keisters to get that? No, come on. If they play that game 16 times, I mean, it is the Falcons, and all kinds of weird stuff happens. But the Saints are head and shoulders 
above the Atlanta Falcons. So this week they get Tampa Bay. Weird spread there. We're going to talk about it. It's one of Uncle Big Nick's picks. I don't want any part of it. I'll tell you what I think in a minute, but I don't want any part of the Saints in Tampa Bay. Um, I know what logic dictates, but I know what recent history dictates, and I'm not sure which one makes more sense. So we'll get to all those in a minute. I had some uh, – did you – raise your hand. I want you to raise your hand. I, just because I can't see you doesn't mean anything. I can see through your phone right now. They're going to I mean, get some divine intervention. Raise your hand if you had multiple knockout picks last week and all of them survived. If you have your hand up, you're lying. Send me your take. And I'm not talking about, oh, you picked Baltimore with all five of your picks. That doesn't count. If you had multiple knockout picks, especially if you had three or more and you did three different teams, if you made it through unscathed, I tip my cap to you. Because last week was just flat out weird. I mean, just flat out wrongly weird. We'll see if we get it again. Indianapolis, Houston, a tie. You you mean the the sharp darling Colts? I didn't hear the the sharps loving all over Indy this week. All off season, Indy, 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 Indy. Tennessee sucks. Tennessee sucks. Indy, 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 Indy. Didn't hear a word. In fact, most of them are picking the Jets this week. It's it's kind of funny. I mean, not the Jets, the Jags, excuse me. <laughs> Jets, Jags, what's the difference? I ain't picking the Jags either. But you'll have to go read my NFL Picks column. That comes out every Thursday, which is today. And it's out on bet.nola.com as we speak. You can check out all my picks there, um, even the ones that we don't talk about today. I pick all 16 games, but I do a best bets at the top, which you'll be hearing about in depth because it's the same five picks. And then I go through all the rest of them in a little more detail if you want to take a look at them, including the Saints. <sighs> Crazy week. Let's get to the old picker who beat me last week. He won 16 bucks. He made his five picks. He went three and two, won 16 bucks. I won three of mine too, but the problem is I lost my big one. What was I thinking taking Dallas over Tampa Bay? What was I thinking going against the golden rule and taking Indy minus seven over Houston. I obviously wasn't. But this week I'm thinking, boys and girls, I'm going to do my damnedest to go 5-0. and Let's see if we can do it. What she meant to say was, can we make some non-mediocre picks? Yeah, I, I mean, at least I won her a little bit of money. I mean, what was uh, she you, doing in the offseason when I wasn't on winning her money? If she combined both of our picks and bet everything we said to bet for the amounts we bet, she won 12 bucks last week. That's enough I to mean, get some candy. Exactly. How happy are kids with $12 at a convenience store buying candy? I mean, I'd have been thrilled in the yeah, day with 12 exactly. bucks. Well, I mean... I mean Back then, you could have bought like pounds and pounds of candy. <laughs> I could have like gone to Taco Bell piece. like like four times. Yes, <laughs> back then. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, neither here nor there. Let's go review our picks from week one very quickly. Uh, I lost four bucks, even though I had a winning record, because my top two picks stunk up the joint. I don't know what I was thinking. Dallas over Tampa Bay and Indy over Houston plus two and a half with Dallas minus seven with Indy over Houston. Who 
ended up tying, but because I'm grateful for my knockout rules because most knockout pools you lose with a tie. Mine, you advance with a tie, so I didn't lose all my damn picks. That, wow, that's, that's whole, ridiculous. It's a whole nother story. Anyway, my three picks that hit, I had the Detroit Philly over 48 and a half. That was almost done by halftime. I had Minnesota money line over Green Bay, which I wanted to make my top pick but didn't have the cojones. Should have been. And then I had uh, Cleveland plus one and a half over Baker Mayfield. You won 16 bucks. You also won three and two, except you had the right picks in the right places. Your biggest bet, though, lost New England plus three and a half. I don't think I saw that coming. Uh, You lost 33 on that. You won with Pittsburgh Steelers plus six and a half. They went outright. Vandy Wake Forest over 66. That was easy. Kentucky plus five over Florida. We both talked about taking the money line. We both should have. I you did. Won, you won. Yeah, I well, mean, I, I didn't mean, know We did in real life, yeah. not on here. Uh, 22 each on those, and then you lost with Baylor choking at the end, getting three and a half from BYU with a chance to win the game. Their kicker stinks. See, that's that's where we're different. You have no cojones. I got too many. So. Well, I'm talking about cojones in the best bet segment. Yeah. I, I also made that bet. I only made two bets on, uh, Saturday, and that was one of them. So I'm going to say this about going into week two. I'm going to let you pick first, but um, I was going to make a couple college picks. There are a couple college picks I like. Um, but I'm College not... is crazy this week because there's a lot of FBS versus FCS, so it's like... It is. There's only a few competitive games, I think, out there. Well, there's two competitive games that I like. Um, I think one of them you're going to pick. The other one I don't know about. We might talk about it for a second. But let's not have the listeners wait any longer. They're waiting with bated breath. What is your pick number one of the week? Uh, Fresno State USC over 74 points for 11 bucks. So basically $10. Uh, okay. Both these teams are averaging a combined 86 points in the first two games. So USC has no defense. Leakin Riley brought his Oklahoma, no toughness, no defense, a whole lot of offense to USC. And Fresno State's putting up a lot of points. I can see them backdoor covering this game because they're not going to stop scoring because, you know, USC ain't going to stop them. I took USC over Stanford last week, and I had to sweat that. I had to sweat yeah. that line out because Stanford kept robbing. I mean, USC just couldn't stop him. I thought Andrew Luck was on the sideline. Maybe he was going to come in at some point to Stanford. Oh, no. He's, he's done. He's living in a mountain somewhere with no with, internet. With, the, a, with mountain phone. dudes. Yeah, him he's probably got notes. a phone on a wall like you had back in the day. <laughs> you think he's even got that? Oh, yeah. Andrew uh, Luck is like, he should have been born in the 1960s. Yeah. What are you trying to say about people born in the 1960s? That they don't know technology. They don't have really. Now you do. Then they didn't. Okay. Well, they don't have Streamyard in in the in the mountains. Right. Uh, all right. My uh, I guess you started from the bottom, so <clears throat> I guess I'll start with the bottom from the bottoms, and we can have a little fun with it. Um, you know, I I am writing in my my picks this week, which obviously you haven't read because when we recorded this, it's not in print yet. But by the time that people hear this, they will be in print. I have an apology to make of some of, of sorts. See, say it in print. It's not going to be in print. You're not saying it, is it be in to print. nobody. People are just going to read it on the computer. No, they're going to read it too. They're going to read it. So I'm, I'm giving you a double apology this week. Um, I was messing with you texting after the Niners got beat by the Bears and said, 
you'll be begging for Jimmy G in a few weeks. I am. I have rethought that because first I, of all, I will never beg for Jimmy GQ. Never. You say that now, but you never know. I, I, I promise never, you. Never say never. Although he may. That'll be the call sign. If I beg for Jimmy GQ, I've been kidnapped. <laughs> all right, I'm putting that in, in the book. Um, all right. Well, regardless, I, I I hate overreaction after the first week. Overreaction Monday, uh, the week after week one, or the Monday after week one, or even the Tuesday after week one, is the dumbest crap you'll hear all all year. I mean, it, it really is some of the dumb. In fact, my whole week all five two is of my, my favorite week to bet the NFL. It is honestly. mine too. It's my favorite week. Mine too. And so some of these lines are really skewed. Okay. But anyway, my apology is that maybe you won't be begging for Jimmy G. Let's see what Trey Lance does against this Seattle team that has a really bad defense now that Jamal Adams is hurt. I think he's I know out that, for a year. I know, well, I know, and I know they held Denver to 17 points, but that's fumbling twice on the goal line, and Coach Nate Hackett, uh, with the dumbest call I write in print, it I was the dumbest Denver coaching decision. It's the dumbest coaching points. decision going, not going forward on fourth down since Pete Carroll didn't give the ball to beast mode. You agree? Yes. Oh. Yeah, definitely. It, so, the, the Seattle defense had nothing to do with Denver not scoring more than 17 points. No doubt. So it's rebound city because I don't think Denver's that good anyway. I know a lot of people are all over Denver and maybe not as much now, but I don't think Denver's that great anyway. Um I, I think the running, I mean, didn't the running back average Javante, almost six yards a carry? Yeah. yeah. Eight. I think it was like eight yards was, a carry. They're going to run for 400 yards. Yeah, they'll have, they'll have, they'll be okay in the rushing department. I just, I just don't, I think they're going to find ways to choke. But that's another story. This pick, San Francisco minus nine and a half over Seattle. I think the 49ers rebound in a huge way. And I think they win this easily. And I'm not yes. sure Seattle is going to even score against this defense. Yeah, I mean, Seattle basically won their Super Bowl last week. I had the money line on Seattle, so I was thrilled. Me too. Thrilled Me too. That, that, that Denver was so stupid. Oh, I but, just I mean, figured that Denver would do something stupid, and they did. So Yeah, and I don't anyway. trust Russ, so I don't know. Russ is like a robot to me. I, he, I kind of agree. He has no personality. He just, everything well, the, he says is a cliche. It's like at the end of Bill Durham. He, like, learned how to do all the cliches. They obviously don't love him in Seattle because I was surprised they were I was shocked they booed him. I really was. That was crazy. So, anyway, that's my $11 pick. I have another $11 pick coming up, by the way. Um, My first $11 pick, San Francisco, minus 9.5. Again, the rules are, we never stated the rules. We can pick whatever we want, but our limit is one. We can bet up to $110 a week. So, any way you want. Well, I mean, you can't do. We try not to do parlays and teasers. I almost but, did one. Well, but you're allowed to if you really, really want to. But anyway, so that's my 11, first $11 pick. San Francisco minus 9.5 over Seattle. Pick number two. Um, I mean, I was against them last week. I'm jumping back on them this week. I'm taking BYU plus 3.5 at Oregon. Um, I don't know. This BYU team seems good. How, How much? Uh, 22. I, I don't trust Bo Nix. Um uh, at all. Oregon, they 10 and 19 against the spread in the month of September since 2014. I just think this BYU team is really good, and I I can't bet against them. 
especially getting over a field. I don't disagree. That's not a game I probably will play, but uh, the Ducks certainly didn't look very good in their first game against Georgia. Right. So uh, I, I agree. I think BYU is one of those teams that will be in a really good bowl. Um, I mean, if they win this game, they're going to be in a New Year's Six Bowl because their schedule. Nobody else can beat them. Yeah, after this, their schedule's not that great. All right, I'm not uh, advocating against or for it. If I had to play it, oh, I would, BYU is also ten and four against the spread as a road dog. Oh, okay. under this under this coach, I don't know, I can't pronounce his name, but under the coach they have now, Coach Hawaii. That's yeah, what there you him. go. <laughs> He's Hawaiian. That's all I know. <laughs> I tried to pronounce his name the other day on Bayou Bets, couldn't do it. All right, my second eleven dollar pick is. Want to talk about overreaction? I mean, I got people. I'm watching NFL Network, and they they're ready to write Belichick's obit. Um, like he's just done. Mac Jones was back at practice on Wednesday. He's ready to go. He'll be playing. T.J. Watt, which obviously is a huge factor for Pittsburgh, is gone for at least six weeks. I and without, uh, well, he's great when he plays, yeah. but he's hurt yeah, exactly. all the time. What is so, up with the Watt family? What are they drinking over there? I have no church? idea, but they need to start drinking something else because they, they need tear to some pecs and How many pecs can they tear? I mean, it seems like they're tearing pecs every other year. Me and you don't have muscles, so we don't that's know. That's true. What? I don't have a pec. I don't know what that's like. Anyway, New England. said you can't pull fat. New England minus two <laughs> over Pittsburgh. Um, I am not uh, thinking Mitch Trubisky is going to be able to figure out Bill Belichick and the Patriots defense, and I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, but I think the Patriots bounce back. They have to win this game, period. And I know a lot of people were questioning why they're given points at Pittsburgh, but frankly, they're given points at Pittsburgh because they're that much better. I actually think there's value there. I think this line should be more like three or four. Did anybody value. watch the Pitt-Cincinnati game? Was the I watched the end of it. I mean, you've got five turnovers, and you should have lost. Exactly. I mean, that yeah. tells you everything you need to know. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Mika Fitzpatrick is a beast, but the rest yeah. of the team, eh. Najee Harris is banged up as well. I don't I mean, as we record this, I don't know if he's going to play or not. And without him, I'm certainly not relying on Mitch Trubisky. So that's hey, all I have Chase to say about Claypool. that. $11, New England minus two over Pittsburgh. We are up to pick number three. Um, Speaking of New England and last week, I'm taking Baltimore minus three and a half for 33. This is going to be my biggest one of the week. I, I just don't trust this Miami team, and I love what I've seen from Baltimore. And I just think that's Baltimore's four, the better by the team. Way. It's four now? Yeah. It was three and a half this morning. And Caesars, which is our official odds partner of bet.noah.com, that's, that's and the Datitude podcast, it is four. Well, that's I still think the four. It ain't like a, I don't think there's a big difference. Yeah. I mean, but um, yeah, I just think this Baltimore team. I just think they're really good. I think they're a top three team in the AFC. So I, really I am. Like I am wholeheartedly with you. It is not one of my best bets this week. Uh, it is definitely a play I make in my other picks. So I'm not putting any any mythical money on it. But uh, this the, here's what scares me off of making a best bet. The same game burned me last year. It finished off my knockout pool Thursday oh, night in Miami. What a terrible game that was. Um, I was sure Baltimore was going to win. However, that being said, the three games, here, here's, here's a set for you. The three previous games of Baltimore versus Miami, the combined score is Ravens 137, Dolphins 16. 
Wow. So I am uh, throwing that uh, that last year's weird game out of the the books. I know, God, I mean, it seems like all drunk Joes and and my son, which is one of the drunk Joes and Aunt Mabel's, uh, all over loves Miami. Thinks Tua is going to be great. Blah blah blah. They were so. They good wasn't last really that great against. They were against New England. Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not making. And Baltimore's home opener. I mean, it. I, I don't know. It's. Well, I don't I will know where the public's going to go in that game, but the public—I uh, could tell you where the the public is if people want to. Uh, I have my site up right now because I knew that we would get to that at some point, and this is radio here. Uh, okay, sixty-seven percent of the cash, fifty-nine percent of the tickets are in the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that's what I figured. So, anyway, so I'm not—I'm not picking that, but I. I, I'm not taking that as best bet, but I like it. All right, my so n- saying them numbers and the line went up since this morning. What's that tell you? Yeah, well, big money on yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, big probably. money on Baltimore. All right, all right. Speaking of bounce backs, um, I talked about New England last time. I know people are going to think I'm crazy for this one. This is a twenty-two dollar pick. The look ahead line for Cincinnati and Dallas was Dallas minus two and a half. It is now Cincinnati oh, you nuts. minus seven and a half. You've got to be out of your mind to think Dak Prescott is worth 10 points. I'm sorry. I know Dallas is stunk up the joint last week, but this is a, you want to talk about overreactions. And I know in every drunk Joe on the planet is betting on Cincinnati this week. I don't think Cincinnati is that good. Their line, oh, line still stinks. They got bombarded last week. I think Dallas's D-line is, is good enough to put pressure on Burrow and keep this a low-scoring and tight game. I would, I mean, I think there's value, there's, there's value on the Dallas money line here. I don't have the, the cojones to pick the money line at plus 278. But for 22 bucks of my mythical money, I will take Dallas plus 7.5 over the Cincinnati Bengals. I ain't touching this game, but if I had to touch it, I'd take Cincinnati. Because you're with I, the drunk Joe's and Ann Mabel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, call me drunk. I don't care. I mean, it's they look terrible with Prescott. That's the reason this line moved, not just because of Prescott. It's one week. I understand. But overreaction Monday. I don't I mean, I don't. All right. Well, you don't have to like it. I know. You, you can laugh at me uh, at about... 6.30 on Sunday afternoon. Is, this, is that game in Dallas? I'm sure it, it is. is in da- it is in Dallas. If they lose two in a row in Jerry World to get started, oof. I don't care if they have Dak or not. Mike McCarthy might not make it back to his house. No. I mean, but he's, he's a bum, but that's a whole different He's going to get back to his house after the game, and Sean Payton's going to be moving in. Yeah, well, they better give the Saints a... Uh, Buck up with those draft picks. Give him a bounty. Uh, and oh, maybe you see what I give did Give him there. CD Lamb. I don't know what. Anyway, all right. Moving on to pick number four. Well, I'll, I'm going to make everybody hate me with this pick and then make everybody love me with the next pick. I'm taking Mississippi State over LSU. Minus two and a half. I just think there's great value there. I think this Mississippi State team is just a better ball club. Okay. And, I mean, can't bet with your heart, right? It's only business. Correct. I mean, you can't bet with your heart. Is that a $22 pick? $22 pick. I can't. Okay. I, I don't think people understand how bare that Coach O left his cupboard for Kelly. Oh, 
And, like, and it's hilarious. The O line, everything. I mean, it's just O line's bad. And it, it, watching that team play Southern, I know it was Southern, but if Daniels gets hurt, they're in real trouble. I agree line. wholeheartedly. Good and God. I I don't. I like this pick to piss off some of our listeners even more. I like this pick not only because of what the things you said. I like this pick because Mississippi State is super underrated in my opinion. Yeah, I think, I think they're a, really good. I think this is a top twenty team. I really do. I think they're gonna they're gonna make some noise going down the stretch. They're gonna give the the real big boys all they can handle. I think this major value. If this were, if you put the LSU team in the Mississippi State uniforms and the Mississippi State team in the LSU uniforms, this spread would be like six. Yes. I mean, so Definitely. you're getting major value if as long as it stays at a field goal or below, and I don't see it going up much more. Um, so I'm a, I'm with you. I love Mississippi State this week. I almost made I, that one of my picks, but I stayed away I, from it. I bet them the first two weeks, and I'm betting them three in a row and going to make money off of them. Well, you're getting, getting good value there. I'm with you. All right, my first, I have two $33 picks, my first of which, and it'll be another one that people shake their head at, kind of like the Dallas Cowboys, because we all know how many people hate the Tennessee Titans and how many people love the Buffalo Bills. But when I saw this line, my eyes almost came out of my head. There is no way that Tennessee should be a 10-point underdog against Buffalo. You want to talk about overreaction Monday. Randy Bullock needs to kick that damn field goal, by the way, not not knock out one of my knockout picks. Um, and, you know, I love Brian Dable getting off topic for just a second. But he went for two. He shouldn't have gone for two. That was a little too early to go for two. He got lucky and it worked out. But... It gave Tennessee the impetus to to make plays that they probably wouldn't have made had it been a tie game. Anyway, I digress. LSU went for two. Eh? Oh, don't they get me two that. Don't. We're not going there again. <laughs> you, you're full of crap, Uncle Big Nick. Uh, Tennessee plus ten over Buffalo. I got to be honest. I think there's a chance Tennessee wins this game. Buffalo. I know they've had twelve days off. I think they're going to be flat. They came out ready to show the world what they had to show. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I also like the under if you want to do a little parlay. But I think it's going to be tight, and I think Tennessee is going to have a chance to win. Whether they do or not, I don't know. But Mike Vrabel has his team ready to play in big games. He showed that last year when he beat Buffalo, and it's going to be tight. Yeah, I love this pick, too. I mean, this was also almost one of mine, too. I mean, uh, Buffalo... I don't know. You got to show me more than one week, you know? I think it's just like the Miami thing. What are you talking I mean, about? Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the history of football. Yeah, that's it. It's over. I mean, don't even play anymore. Print, print the shirts. End of that week two. Allen Goat. I mean, he's the new goat. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Ridiculous. Well, we're, we're moving on. to. We are, I hope we have saved the best for last um, because I know I have people shaking their head. They might shake my head at my next pick, but we're going to go to yours first. To show you that it's just a business decision, I'm taking the Saints plus three. Wow. Against Tampa, 22. It's actually two and a half. Does that change your thinking? No. Because right. it, it, it'll probably go up to three. But um, it, it's until Tom proves he can beat the Saints, I'm betting against him from now on. I mean, he might play till he's 50. I don't know how long he's going to last, but still. 
It's something about this team that has well, his number. I don't, I don't he know might play till he needs more plastic surgery because he's got something going on there. You think? I mean, what the hell? <laughs> he looks weird. He yeah, looks he super looks weird. Like a robot. All right, well, it's funny you say that because I don't have any mythical money on this pick. I also picked the Saints, but I do it begrudgingly. I, uh, I refuse to put fake dollars on this pick. I mean, I'm going against what my eyes told me last week. Um, I'm probably going against common sense because my eyes and common sense tell me that the Bucks are a decent amount better than the Saints. But that being said, I've been stubborn throughout the past two years picking the Saints to lose this game, and I've been wrong time after time. So at least if I'm going to be wrong, I'll be wrong with the home team. I have – there is no way I'm touching this game in any form or fashion, but uh, the fact that – the Saints have had their number, and I'm not going against the golden rule here, which is don't take a home dog in a division game. I did that last week. It burned me. Um, I'm with you. Saints, uh, I think they win this one. If I have to pick a score, I'll say Saints 23, Tampa 20. The only but thing I, that scares me about this game is are the Saints as fired up as the fans are that they came back on Atlanta and they finally – Oh, yeah. Can they finally – can? Post the, I mean, I've seen the news. They making cakes. They doing shirts. They, it's like they won the Super Bowl. I oh, mean, they'll be fired up. At, at least the cakes and the mems and all the stuff they doing. It's it's their comeback, and they're not jumping on the Patriots comeback. Well, do you want time. them not to be excited about it? I want them to be excited, but you came back on Atlanta. That's what Atlanta does. They okay. give up big leads in the fourth quarter. Now you're part of the part of the t- team. You know. By the way, the Saints need to retire those white pants. They're wearing. They're wearing black jerseys, according to Gridiron database that I that I use to, to find out who's wearing what. Uh, okay, maybe it's TBA. It says TBA. Maybe they're wearing the gold pants. If they come out in black jerseys and white pants, I'm gonna be a little aggravated. So. And I wish I didn't say this on here, but once once we were done last week, I thought about this the Atlanta Saints game more, and I bet a lot on Atlanta in the first half, and of course I hit it, but. The, the fact that Jameis hasn't played with Michael Thomas in a long time, right. in two years. At all, really. They didn't play the preseason. I thought the Saints would come out sluggish and didn't figure it out. But I didn't think, I mean, I didn't think the game would go like that. No, but, but now you could have got I a nice money line price on, on that. I missed it. On the first half? No, I'm talking about at halftime. Oh, yeah. You if you bet on the Saints, uh, yeah. even later even in the third quarter. Even in the yeah. third or fourth quarter. That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see that comeback coming. But I knew the first half would be kind of slow. Yeah. But now I think they're in rhythm. I think him and Michael Thomas are, have found a little rhythm. And I, I think they can – I think Tampa didn't impress me against Dallas. No, and look, the rest of the the rest of the non-New Orleans world is probably going to be on Tampa here. But that's overreaction Monday. Um, yeah, so because again, they beat Dallas in primetime. They held Dallas at three points. That's all everybody's going to see. Right, and the Saints stunk. So, I yeah. mean, it is what it is. So – I agree with you. Look, and I think part of it, too, is I think part of it is the Saints were probably looking ahead a little bit to this game. And that, I mean, they may have even practiced some for Tampa in this game uh, all last week. So who knows? I mean, but they obviously figured things out when they had to. We'll see how Jameis reacts to he's going to have pressure on him. Oh, he's going to have a lot of pressure on him. He better be ready. So this is a win win for me because if the Saints lose, I'm happy. If I win my bet, I'm happy. That's all. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to go to my number one pick. Uh, it's also a $33 pick. 
almost if we would have been able to spend ten more dollars, I would have put forty four on it. Is forty four in my in my best bets, uh, my NFL picks column. I love this pick. People roll their eyes because of what they saw last week. Thursday night football. The Los Angeles Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs under 54. I mean, they have both have high-flying offenses. I get that. But you're coming into a Thursday night game, short week, after you have been preparing. You spent all your time preparing for your first opponent, Arizona for Kansas City. They put up 40-something by themselves. The Chargers got kind of lucky a little bit against the Raiders. I know people expect a lot of points. I don't know which way this one's going to go. If I had to pick, I would pick the Chiefs. Um, but I think it's going to be a lower scoring game than people expect. To me, 54 is a ridiculous total. Would you have did it at 52? I still would have taken the under, but I wouldn't have liked it as much. Because when this first opened, it opened at 52, and I bet it over. It's jumped. I mean, I saw it. It wasn't my bet that made it jump. I didn't make that bet. Well, and another thing that made me like it a little bit more is the fact that Wednesday afternoon, it went from 54 and a half. As soon as it touched 54 and a half, it went right back down to 54. So the Sharps are betting the under. They like the under, too. And uh, I went and looked. I think it's 90% of the tickets are on the over. So it means that every Joe Q public on the planet is betting over in this game. And yeah, I trying, hate that. They're trying I hate to get that. it low. Yeah, so give me the under. That is my $33 pick. I hope it hits at 53 And I will uh, review our picks once we get off the air. Anything else you would like to say before I tell you adios? I think I'm good this week. I just hope. Okay. The best color man in the business. Uh, I mean, I said what I had to say. I just. Is there any? Oh, I know what it was. There was you picked one of the picks, the college picks that I almost picked. Okay, I almost picked Mississippi State. I want to get your opinion on the other college pick. I almost put in here is. And I hate betting on Dom's team, but I think Miami beats Texas A&M outright. Me too. Okay, so you like uh, it too. I, I like my um, – nothing could fix Texas A&M's offense. Their offense is awful. I agree. And What about Max my, Johnson? Do, will they, do they put him in? They may. I mean, at halftime or something. Jimbo is a dinosaur. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have play calling that fits this age of football. And it, it, I just love the fact that anytime LSU gets an open job, they gotta hire Jimbo. Why? Right. Why do you have to hire Jimbo? Another thing I like about Miami, you know, Texas A&M plays next week. Alabama. Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. Okay. And Arkansas is good. Yeah. Like, no, I agree. And, and and I was way wrong on my early Texas A&M prediction. By the way, I thought Texas A&M would challenge in this in this SEC West, and I was obviously wrong about that. I don't think that's an overreaction to say that Texas He's speaking A&M's. of winning a Super Bowl, Jimbo beat Bama, so he thinks it's over. Like, yeah. last year they beat him, so now. Well, it might be over. It might be over for it's him over. the season's yeah, over. Not they don't make a bowl game. He might be out of there. The only one I X'd out that I had written down was South Carolina plus 24 and a half. I like South Carolina a lot this week. Against? Against Georgia. Oh. oh. But it scared really me. I, mean, yeah, I ain't it, touching that. I could. You I might could be see. right, but I, I'm not saying you're right, wrong or right. But I ain't touching that. I like the South Carolina team. They they put up a fight against Arkansas last week. It, I just Spencer Spencer Rattler has never seen anything like he's going to see this weekend. Right, right, and that's the only thing that that's why I exited out. It was going to be my eleven dollar, but I went to Fresno State. Last a question before I let you go. I do have another question in college. Uh, interesting game this week. Former Shaw 
quarterback, Mickey Joseph, making his debut as interim coach for Nebraska. They're 12-point underdogs against Oklahoma. Uh, I'm taking Nebraska. You are taking Nebraska. Yeah. I'm... I'm a Is it sucker just because for, there's a cha- coaching change? Yeah, I'm a sucker for college teams getting a new coach. I, I just that's something I always do, and I'm I'm fading all the big winners last week, this week too. There'll be a lot uh, of big red fans, uh, definitely thrilled and fired up this week for sure. Yeah, Frost I mean, I'm gone. I'm taking Troy over App State, um, not to win, but you know to cover. Right. App State. I don't know if you've seen that city. I don't know if it's still standing. <laughs> uh, after after they, I mean, it was it was a madhouse. After yeah, they, they got, beat, they got to have a letdown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Troy ain't a pushover. They they got a pretty good program, and uh, I mean, I think they're given fourteen. All right. Well, let's see if you can stay in the positive this week, and let's see if I can get up there again. We were combined six and four in our picks last week. Take that for what you will. Although our combined uh, total is we're just plus twelve. <laughs> dollars in the year. <laughs> Go and buy some candy. Talk to you next week, Uncle Big Nick. All right, bud. Having fun with Uncle Big Nick. That's what we do here on Datitude every Thursday for Pixie Dust Thursday. That is going to about wrap it up. I've told you everything I have to say. Anything else you want to hear about my NFL picks, it's on bet.noah.com where it is every Thursday morning. And you can find this podcast as well every Thursday morning. We'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget Jeff Duncan and I do our live Friday show. It will be live on many of the bet.noah.com platforms along with some noah.com platforms, my own Twitter page, at Jim Derry Jr. If you want to ask a question, if you want to comment, you can direct message me there or you can message me by email at jderry at theadvocate.com. So it's just 24 hours away until there's another Datitude, boys and girls. We will see you then. Meanwhile, we hope to make you some money. Bet on it. We will make you some money. See you tomorrow. Peace and love, my friends. Look at them yo-yos. That's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Now that ain't working. That's the way you do it. Let me tell you. Oh,